When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. Peter Piper picked a pick of pickled peppers. Had a warm up. Silence et orat. Silence is golden. Latin. Well, nobody uses that. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of Opinions That Don't Matter. My name is Katie. I'm Sean. Welcome in. Welcome in. Welcome in till one podcast. Or something, something. I don't think so. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> I got my eyes, or eyes, my eyebrows done yesterday. That's why my mom would always say, you look like Groucho Marx for a couple days. If anybody doesn't know who Groucho Marx is. He had big we, eyebrows. Yeah, can we show a photo? He had big eyebrows. And a mustache. And, and a mustache, you. And, and a, a big old cigar. I know. I said that to like a younger kid the other day. Like not like last time I got my eyebrows waxed. <clears throat> I said, oh, it kind of looks like Groucho Marx. And they're like, we don't know who that is. Hmm. It's like, oh, sacrilege. But anyway, wasn't he a comedian? He was. Yeah. Yeah, part of the Marx Brothers. Marx. No. He's part of the Marx Brothers. It just didn't sound right. <laughs> you had a little, yeah, and you're like, wait a minute. Yeah. No. I think Barry had a run-in with Groucho Marx. I wouldn't be surprised. Barry had a run-in with everybody. I know. One of the benefits of growing up in Los Angeles. And living there, continuing. I think he was born in the 30s, so he's seen mm-hmm. he's seen all of them. Yeah. He ran into Marilyn Monroe once. He's probably born in the early 40s because he's only 84, right? Yeah. So it's 2023. 20, Late 30s? Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> But yeah, something, 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 something. So he age in. is just a number. It's all up here. <laughs> no, um, you shared something on Instagram the other day that was kind of true and funny to me is I, for, I don't know who it was. And you're probably like, Katie, it's a rock God, but I don't know who he was. And he said something to the effect of um, it makes sense why we see older people like guys in their 90s acting like teenagers is because it's it, your spirit is still you. It's just your body is older. And it's, it is funny. And I think that's something that we, unfortunately, as a world and as a society in a lot of ways, do that to ourselves where we're like, oh, you need to grow up. You need to act more adult. And it can kind of stifle our free spirit side. Hmm. <clears throat> you know? Yeah. You should be. A, I mean, you, you should grow up. You shouldn't be a perpetual Peter Pan. No. That's an alliteration. Perpetual, perpetual Peter, Peter Pan. Pan. But I'm not saying that. I'm just saying that, like, to think that you have to be serious, you can't have, like, goofy, be funny. Right. I'm not talking like be reckless and chaotic, but I do think there are, there are things that we like are, are supposed to lose that I don't think we should as we get older. Yeah. Curiosity. Mm-hmm. Yeah, That's exactly. And like learning new things and trying new things. And yeah. I agree with you. There's this girl, Samantha Joe, I watched on TikTok and she <clears throat> tried r- rollerblading. She just moved to Florida. And so I think she's from Georgia originally. Anyway, she was like, 
this is me trying new things. And she doesn't know how to rollerblade, but she does fine. I don't, I didn't see her really wipe out, wipe out, but a lot of like, oh, <clears throat> and she was like 10 out of 10, I would do it again. Def she's like a little heavier. So she's like, oh, I definitely need to get my cardio up. Cause it was like a lot of cardio. And, and she's like, but here's your reminder to try new things. And I was like, yeah. Yeah. Rollerblades are a tricky one for me. I had that horrific accident back in the, uh, in the early 2000s. Yep. What's, what's the way? What's with the way people label the aughts? The early aughts. I don't understand what aught means. And I pretend like I do. Whenever someone says it, they're like, oh, the aughts. I'm like, ought not to say that around me. Ought not I'm, to say that. <laughs> I'm ought not to, to understand what you're saying. I have to look it up. Yeah. It's just one of those things. I'm like, I don't think that's real. And everyone just adopted it. Ought. I mean. Ought thoughts. Well, we know ought is like Blink you ought terrible. to do this, like an obligation. But I don't know if that's the same kind of ought. I don't think it is. I'm going to look. I'm trying to find exactly what we're talking about. Right. The aughts. A-U-G-H-T-S. The aughts. American English or naughties. So add an N on N-O-U-G-H-T-I-E-S. British English are terms referring to the decade of 2000 to 2009. Yeah, but what does it mean? It's just like the 90s or the 80s. This is the aughts, the zeros, the O-O. Oh, 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 yeah. The oots. The aughts, the oots. In Canada, we called it the oots decade. <laughs> but because Scott was the one that said it to me first. I'd Scott's aughts? Scott's aughts. Which Scott? Scott in Houston, Scott. Oh, he said the aughts for the first time to you? You never heard it back in the day? Well, I've heard it, but mm -hmm. not just, not as he uses it frequently is what oh. I should say. Because when we went to visit, we were heading to go trolling on looking at really big houses in Houston. Oh, yes. And Scott knows everything about Texas and loves to show people around and talk about history of stuff. Anyway, and he, in the car, Lauren's like, you guys want to listen to anything? And I was like, of course. And he's like, you know, Katie, she loves her early aughts, her early aught rap and hip hop. And I was like, damn straight. I'm from the 80s. The only aughts I recognize are the Autobots. <laughs> but he said that and I was like, yep. And I knew what he meant. But I just don't hear people use it as often. Yeah, I don't like it. Well, you can't really be like saying, I don't like when you say 80s. You need to say 89 or. But it doesn't mean anything. There's no, you know what I mean? It's it does. A, I just looked it up. I know, but it's a fake, you know, someone made it up. It's not like a part of the original lexicon. You know, they didn't call 1905 the, the aughts, you know. They might have. Well, there's no one to ask. <laughs> <laughs> but there's so many. I forget how many words every year they add to the dictionary. Oh, don't even get me started on this dictionary cramming. That Sean, they do. it's been happening for a long time. I don't agree with it, though. There's it's words. It's been happening that, since before you were born. There were words that I was born with, and then there's all these new words that they come out with, and I don't like the new words. Sean, there have been new words before you were born, and it, it's continued. But it bugs me because some of get them are like. Board. It's. It's uh, the dumbing <laughs> down sometimes because they, they come out with all these new fandangle phrases and. Words. Dangled phrase. How old are, were you born in 1903? <laughs> Jesus Christ. No, but you know what I'm saying. Sometimes new words are brought in. You're like, I don't, don't agree with that one. Don't become a stick in the mud. Don't be an old fuddy-duddy where right. I have to say things like, just forget my husband. Don't worry. He'll, yeah, he's just, he'll come around. Who am I to blow against the wind? You know, you gotta... You gotta but if you don't want to use the words, that's easier fine. Easier to be a... What is it? A, a branch that blows in the wind than a... Tree that gets knocked down, or I don't know. There's some. <laughs> there is some saying, isn't it like a reed? I don't know. Oh. I'm just so tired of all the new stuff. 
just keep it the way it was. You want the old Kanye? You don't like the new Kanye? Exactly. That's where I'm at, you know? Don't do that. I don't think that's healthy. Mm. That, become, that, I feel like, lends itself to curmudgeonness. <laughs> when I was a, a younger person. Uh-huh. Uh, You're older now? Well, I'm older. I'm older now than when we started this conversation. Mm, I am way older now than when we started this conversation. There was a fellow mm-hmm. on 60 Minutes that I used to watch when I was in high school. Mm-hmm. Right away there, you know there's something wrong. If you're watching high school, 60 <laughs> Why Minutes. Why are you watching 60 Minutes as a kid? Because there was a character that I absolutely adored. And okay. he had a book that had come out and I loved it. And he was the original curmudgeon for me. Although maybe that would have been like Archie Bunker or some of these maybe. television characters. I don't know. I didn't you know? watch that. I mean, it's before my time. Yeah. <clears throat> but uh what the heck was his name andy something or other and he would you know what i don't like he was always like oh, that griping. was his thing. <laughs> it's like what grinds my gears yeah it was like what the original what grinds my gears oh. yeah, it was great i wish i could remember his name it's so long ago i wish i could remember his name and one of his monologues but they were great and he would sit there and his eyebrows were like these crazy oh, hedges he is. um oh it's gonna drive me crazy but yeah continue Sometimes I wake up in the morning, I want some toast and the toast comes in a bag and he would like complain about everything. And I was like, God, he's so right, you know, to complain about that. He was on TV for a long time. Oh, yeah. Andy. Yeah. Uh, Meh. I can't. I don't know how to even look him up. 60 minutes. Andy something, something, something. That's why we need a Google. Andy door. Rooney. Andy Rooney. Thank you. Yeah. Not I was to be like, confused with Mickey Rooney, who is even older and more curmudgeon. But when he was a kid, he was a great <laughs> don't actor. Don't become Andy Rooney. I'm pretty sure he was probably divorced many times over. A self-fulfilling prophecy. Yeah, I'm, and also I don't have the eyebrows. No, I'll have to trim your eyebrows. I don't but, think I'm like that. but No, but, you know. You could. It's a slippery slope to be a curmudgeon. Get yeah. off my lawn, punk. You, do, you don't want to be stuck in a certain era and not able to move forward. Yes. Because I do think, so random story, and I probably told you this story before, but there were a pair of psychiatrists that worked in the same office they shared office space just like therapists a lot of them share office space but these two were in like they were particularly interesting because when you go in one of them is very youthful very fit not super like just like you could tell he was active he would bike ride on the weekends with his son and he and his wife uh loved to kayak so they were doing stuff all the time i thought he was probably like 55 then there was his suite mate or the guy sharing another office who would shuffle out like it took him forever and he was kind of disheveled always and I thought he was like in his late 80s. I was like, dude needs to retire. <clears throat> Come to find out, the one that I thought was younger was actually a year older Whoa. than the other. And they one was 60 and the other was 61. Yeah. And when they're... <laughs> Their office manager, who I love, she she was 80, but she was very youthful also. Um, I would go in and, and I'd chat with her. And when she told me that, I was like, holy shit. Her name was Marilyn. I love Marilyn. And Marilyn's like, she was the best advice I can give you is keep moving because the second you stop, you won't be able to do it again. And she's like, and that's, you know, this doctor's problem. He had a bad breakup. Him and his boyfriend broke up like 20 years ago and he never recovered. Mm. And she was like, move on with your life like she's like i'm always trying to get him to do things and go you know anyway i say that because don't become i think that guy's like andy rooney he's like you know what bothers me everything Mm. life air ah and then he just slowly shriveled 
get busy living mm-hmm. or get busy dying that's it but to be 16 i thought the other guy was a little younger than that and i thought the other guy was way older yeah i was like oh my and then it made me look at him so differently i was like dude you have so much life left to live what are you doing so get going you guys try new things get out there use new words <laughs> uh the secret to living longer is new words <laughs> new words new things like i think when, if, sometime when we can get a piano in here. Oh. I'd like to take piano lessons. We actually have someone that just down our street that does them. Why don't you go there and do it? I think I have to practice at home. I need to at least have a keyboard oh, or something. Yeah, a keyboard would be cool. Karen, um, our neighbor, her daughter's leaving for college, and she doesn't use her keyboard, and mm. so she said maybe I could borrow it. Oh, cool. You know, if you um, start playing keyboard, mm-hmm. I might get into the guitar, which is probably one of the least understood instruments ever. <laughs> Oh, is that a guitar, but it's a keyboard? On yeah, it? the guitar. Isn't that what you use when you play? 80s music. No, when you play, what was it? Guitar Hero? Oh, well, mm, uh, <laughs> that, that, you, it's like you got little, me there. <laughs> you hit that little flicky button. <laughs> I never played Guitar Hero. Okay, then, I thought Guitar Hero was terrible. I played it a few times, and by the time I came around to having it because it came out when i was in college you had other so, things to do like study like we, anything i had done a ton of different things but us girls did not have like a playstation or whatever the fuck you even played it on i don't know we didn't have that in our dorm but the dudes all had it so by the time we decided as girls in my dorm hey let's go over to dorm four and let's see if we can play guitar hero people are talking about it the guys were so good that it made it really unfun to try to play. Yeah, I experienced that too. I was not a lady at the time, but uh, someone else had the machine. So they played it all the time. And I went over and boy, they were just, they were all really good. You know, Well, they and were, they start you off at a level that's really high versus like what I'm assuming they learned now, which is like the slow boom, boom, yeah. you know, as you get the beat of it, get used this, to it. All of a sudden they're all Jimi Hendrix and I'm like still myself learning how to play guitar. I'm like, which button does the the... Bing. When you're supposed to like, it tells you like you to hold this one or you're supposed to whammy bar the, there was too much stuff going on. You know what I didn't like about that game? What? Was the visuals. I was like, slow, slow your roll. It was a lot. My eyeballs were getting, uh, you know, Sean bam, gets, Sean bam. gets overwhelmed pretty easily too. Well, just with visuals. I like my visuals Well, you were running standard. down the thing and, you know, but you're supposed to be like getting the crowd riled up. So like if you like, and then they're like, mm. you know. Well, that's the, folk, the podcast, you <laughs> folks. So that's the folks for your podcast, but that don't work. It's early, you guys. We're doing this early because this week has been a weird one. Yes. Oh, speaking of weird stuff mm-hmm. this week. Um, weird stuff. There was uh, a certain uh, drug that was <gasps> found at the White cocaine, House. Cocaine, cocaine. My goodness, that movie opened up. They were really good with their marketing. They really uh, were. Cocaine Bear, I think is the movie that just came out. I don't out. know. Is that what cocaine, cocaine comes from? I thought it was propane, propane from Trailer Park Boys. Right. That's what I'm mimicking. So I never watched Cocaine Bear. That apparently, I know, right? And it's like, a tr- based on a true story, but I don't really care. I don't really care at all. And every time, and maybe it's because of that guy Josh that was a writer, worked at Dr. Sherman's office. Never met him. Anyway, he was a writer. And he would always tell me how he um, was like pitching these new ideas, and they'd oh, and they'd move along, and then they went with Kung Fu Panda Four or something like. And so every time a shitty film like cocaine bear comes out i'm like what decent cool like indie film didn't get greenlit 
Right. And then I'm like, <sighs> and then I'm like, idiocracy and play. You know, can you imagine being in that pitch <clears throat> meeting? You go into, you know, all these fancy big offices around Hollywood. Let's say they're Paramount. And you're like, all right, so this movie is based off of a true story. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> Hit right, me with I it. I can fill that building. Yeah, I know. And then they're like, it's a bear that drugs fall from the sky and some mistake from the cartels and this drugs, this bear snorts it. That's essentially what happens, right? Right. Well, then hilarity ensues. Because nothing's Have you more written hilarious. the hilarity part, Dave? Mm-hmm. No, it just, I mean, it writes itself. We'll I like where Darryl you're going with this. We'll have from the office come over. Mm-hmm. He's very funny. We might try to get that guy that played, uh, what's his name on Vice Principals? Oh, Danny yeah. McBride. Danny McBride. We'll get him on. Yeah, he's wild man. <laughs> and then and then here's the best part, see? We can sell a lot of merch, mm-hmm. right? Like kids for love bears. Kids love cocaine. Oh, <laughs> yeah, kids love bears. That's right. So we'll, But we'll like, s- that's the thing is, a film like that, to me, is something that, like a thirteen-year-old boy would watch. And who wants their thirteen-year-old boy watching a bear high on cocaine? Yeah, I don't know. Anyways, uh, fast forward. I didn't even to... know what cocaine was when I was that age, and I, I honestly wish I didn't know what it was now. Right, and uh, now you have uh, apparently it being found at the White House, which <laughs> you didn't see that one coming, you know. Well, I thought that it was going to be something silly, like somebody sent something and they left and it's like baking soda. Ha ha ha, gotcha. <clears throat> no, this is like actual cocaine. You're like, who's bringing cocaine into the White House, period? No one seemed shocked, by the way, which I thought was interesting. They asked the the, the White House press secretary. Yeah. And she was like, oh, it could have been anybody's. I mean, a lot of people go through there. It's a highly trafficked or highly traveled area. And I was like, Keyword so, trafficked, you know. So you're expecting cocaine. Right. There. <laughs> so she's like, for, it's not the first time this has happened. Right, it's just, just the, the first, first time, time that, you heard about it. Yeah. Um, but the fact that someone brought cocaine in the White House, number one. And then the second part is that someone has so much cocaine that they just forgot that they had it and they left it somewhere. Right. Oh, that was my second bag. Sorry, I misplaced my cocaine. <laughs> that seems crazy to me. Uh, it's just a distraction from, you know, the real news. Oh, I know. And like all the chaos that's actually happening in yeah. our world. Yep. So that. That's, that's the way it goes. That's that. No cocaine bear coming from the White House. No. White lines. But anyway, um, moving on. We had 4th of July this week, and Sean and I did a couple of very exciting things. Ah, uh, yes. So, number one, we have had boxes sitting in our home for about a year. Over a year? Over a year. Yeah. A year and three months. Because our contractor is such a piece of garbage. Whoa, 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 whoa. <clears throat> You think he's going to fucking listen to this? He can't even show up on time. Good luck. Catch me if you can, motherfucker. So we bought a bunch of stuff online <clears throat> because we needed decoration for the studio. I also had purchased some bookcases and like a chair, like some furniture. That has to have, that's been returned a long time to cancel the order because I could just couldn't have it delivered. Like imagine if we had to have that delivered. This whole room would just be filled with random furniture. Anyway. So we'd had these boxes. You mean this isn't the permanent set? <laughs> she's, she's beautiful. <laughs> this isn't even what this is supposed to be used for. This is actually this le- is electrosonic. Electrosonic. <laughs> yes, this is actually uh, studio equipment for lavaliers, but yeah. it makes for a lovely table. It really, really does. I'm a minimalist. Minimalist. <laughs> Unless I'm using vowels and letters to, or then, vowels and consonants. Maximalist. Yeah. Um, anyway. So it had a shitload of big boxes, you guys. Like when you'd walk in our front door, along the wall was just covered in boxes. 
and about shoulder height and the width of the entrance. So mm, a lot of boxes. Yeah. Like, uh, just maybe 15 boxes in the front and then another like eight or 10 in the back. Yes. By the back door. So we had them just stacked because we had to pull them out of the garage because they're doing construction back there. Blah, 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 blah. Anyway, I don't know what came over us. I had had enough. But, I woke up with a, this feeling of impending doom that the, the boxes were caving, caving in, in over me. And I woke up and I was like, I'm done with this. So I decided to start unboxing. That's not true because I actually did all the unboxing. Well, okay. So I started the idea of unboxing. I was like, <laughs> I'm going to move these into the garage. Mm -hmm. the, he moved uh, the ones that are, the are outdoor stuff. furniture that doesn't need to be unboxed. Yeah. So I was like, we got to just get it from underneath this. It's been a lot. It was so, either set fire to the home and run away. Which that was my first inkling. Mm -hmm. I mean, yeah. it's, a, it's a good plan. Well, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so we unboxed all that. And when I tell you I have like a new lease on life and home space. Um, well, amazing. It's fantastic. And I like all the stuff I purchased. I forgot, honestly, a lot of the stuff I purchased. Clutter is inconvenient in the beginning. Mm -hmm. After a while, clutter starts to weigh on you in some we weird ways, but you don't really realize it's the clutter. You just feel clouded. Or yeah, well, that's why the Marie Kondo thing and like cleaning out and like purging, getting rid of things and like having clean slates really helps me focus and think more clearly. Yeah. What are the odds that her last name is Kondo and she started with condominiums? <laughs> it's a K condo. Amazing. The universe unfolds. <laughs> Da, da, da. Um, but anyway, so we unboxed all this. I mean, unboxing makes it sound like exciting, like on YouTube. What is it? What's in this box? Is it in the early aughts? I'm just kidding. Mm. Anyway, but it was so nice to do that, to undo all that. Feels great. I mean, we still have a couple of boxes, but um, they're going to be gone soon. Yeah. Well, we can't really unbox the sound panels. No. Okay. And the new outdoor lights. Um yeah, so that was exciting. We also reorganized our pantry. And then because 4th of July, the, the holiday week, we weren't sure when our garbage was going to be picked up and we missed it. And so of all the days, of all the weeks that we actually get rid of stuff and we have like a full garbage, we, did, we didn't get it picked up. That happens. Oops. Life has a way of keeping you on your toes. Like, oh, is it garbage day? Is it not garbage day? <laughs> well, everybody had their bins out. So I pulled ours out and then I maybe we missed it. I don't know. One person's that I saw when I was walking the dog, their bin was flipped open. But some people just don't really care. You know, everybody else's were tapped down. Yeah, I, I don't think. think they came by. I don't think And I think so. everyone else was wondering, are they going to come by? I'm going to put it out just in case. And then like lemmings, we all kind of put our trash bins out and then. We all pulled them back. Yes, because we realized how foolish we were. But I looked online and it said the only days they don't do trash pickup. Hmm. In, I mean. I didn't look in our county. I just looked in the city. So it's like in the city of Austin, they only don't pick up trash on Christmas, Thanksgiving, and New Year's or something. I might be missing one in there. Mm. Oh, are you going to tell them about the guy who stopped by our place? There was no guy. There was a guy. Remember? The guy last night, the electrician at 930? No, the, the, the truck pulled up. It was uh, covered in mud. Mm. And uh, the guy got out. Had overalls on. I heard this. He had story. overalls on. Yeah, he came, knocked on the door and was like, hey, can I talk to you? And I was like, sure. And I said, what's going on? And he said, uh, I used to farm these parts before they put the suburbs in. I love even your accent is and I was like, like weird, like not Southern. I'm not sure what that was. Well, he says, uh, <laughs> he says I just want to stop by and let you know 
that you have the finest corn I've ever seen. <laughs> I was like, really, Farmer John? And he said, yep, he said, I Farmer asked him Sean. what his name was. He's like, I don't know. I think it's Ronald. <laughs> Ronald McDonald. No, old McDonald. Not Ronald McDonald. That guy's a clown. This guy's a farmer. <laughs> I, think, I think someone's a clown. <laughs> the farmer had makeup on, see. Someone's a clown. <laughs> I used to work in fast food, but I've got back my roots and... Now I farm the potatoes for the French fries. That's my brother who has the, I don't know. But anyway, so all this to say that I'm a farmer now and you had asked me for- All this to say that was a made up story. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't catch our drift. The, 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 the root of it is, mm -hmm. is real though, is that I am a farmer now and I had to make up a, a, a fake farmer. In my fantasy, there's a farmer. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and he knocks on my door. And I'm so proud of the corn. It's growing actually pretty quickly. Yeah. I'm impressed. It's like this tall. Yep. You guys, if you're just listening, I did about what, six, eight inches tall. Yes. Um, I've planted uh, <laughs> three rows of corn, six inches apart width wise. Mm -hmm. And I think uh, 12 inches uh, depth in the row. Yes. And there's so three, uh, three rows. No. Three rows. If you are yeah, yeah. three deep, one, two, three. Yep. Across. So we have like a oh. two foot or so, or maybe even three feet. Yeah. So columns and rows, just like spreadsheet, right? Yes. I'm a farmer who uses spreadsheets. <laughs> who, I'm a modern who, farmer. A farmer who speaks in Excel. Yeah. <laughs> How many columns of uh, corn have you grown? <laughs> well, let's see. But anyways. Row I, A, column four. All uh, 36 plants that I put down grew up or uh, came out of the ground. Or sprouting. Yes, it's yeah. very exciting. One of For them is a little For my country music soft. fans, his corn is, he's watching his corn pop up in rows. Corn pop is a tough dude. Corn pop. <laughs> no, but there's a Tim McGraw song where he goes, watching my corn pop up in rows oh. every night, tucked in close to you. It's very satisfying. Mm -hmm. I do remember as a child, like being six years old, being at a park that was across the street from where I lived. Okay. And someone had... I think is maybe, this in Kelowna? Yeah, mm. someone had eaten popcorn or some sort of corn-based product uh, with kernels. Yep. I can't imagine it was on the cob because kids don't eat corn on the cob in the park. But whatever. Hey, I'm no judgments. Yeah, it was the <laughs> early '80s, but there was uh, corn that had popped up, little sprouts. Oh, cute. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and so it must be pretty easy if it can grow in sand. You know. I mean, the thing that's funny is we uh, when you want to grow a vegetable. You go and you get like a specific one, you know, and then we plant it and blah, 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 and do all the things. But it's pretty resilient in some ways. Like things can grow. Like we have a tomato plant, which I couldn't keep a tomato plant alive to bear tomatoes to save my fucking life, seems like. And we have one that just will not quit. Cannot. It it's came a back. volunteer from last year. Yeah. It was like, I'm not, not dead yet. How is that possible? What was he just lying in wait? I don't know, because I ripped him out yeah. also. Maybe seeds? I don't know. Could have been. They had a ton of flowers and stuff. There's a little root. It's like sticking in the ground, waiting. I, yeah. I mean, I didn't like clean them out. I just pulled them and was mm -hmm. like, because they were done. So I cut them back, cut them back, cut them back, and then ripped them out. Yeah. Now, I do know <laughs> enough that I shouldn't have tomato next to corn because they're both nutrient. Um, yeah, they suck a lot out of the. Yeah. But I figure one plant and then, you know. I, I told him I was like, rip it out. But hey, he wanted to come up. So yeah. we'll let him live. Yeah, and I know that there's there's uh, schools of thought when it comes to farming corn, uh -huh. like the Three Sisters or something like this. You put down uh, zucchini, and you put mm -hmm. down beans mm -hmm. and corn, and those three 
work in a symbiotic relationship to fight off a certain pests and stuff. pests and oh interesting and they, they i feel like that's something my mom would have told us mm -hmm. she's a quite the farmer i know it's popular in <laughs> south america well i think also in mexico which is north america mm -hmm. i know that don't at me guys i learned that in the aughts, <laughs> in the aughts. um but yeah there's, there's certain things that you can grow together but corn and tomato is not one so we have a specialty type of corn uh, i forget what what it is it's not flint corn anyways it's it's a certain it's type. because you want to make huila coche huila coche um it's a moldy corn yeah so you grow the corn it's and like a fermented corn no no, no. Uh, <clears throat> the corn grows and then once it's got the silk on it then you are going to introduce a fungi or fungus mm -hmm. fungus among us into the corn the fun guy our buddy jerry will come over yeah hey if you're silly jerry <laughs> uh yeah and and basically i had heard about it i was reading texas monthly mm -hmm. and they were talking about all the restaurants the cool thing to do now it's is expensive because i remember i remember when roxy got bit by that dog and you had to go take her to the emergency vet so linnea my manager was in town and i was going to have dinner with her because it was south by and i went down and you were like oh they have the wheel of coche and i was like i don't even know what the fuck this is i don't even know how to say it i just found it on the menu and it was like under the vegetarian options. And I was like, this is not like Sean. But it was like $36 or something crazy. Right. And I was like, so, wow. Wheat La Coche mm -hmm. is um, known by everyone who grows corn. And in North America, specifically the United States and Canada, not so much in Mexico, it is known as uh, a blight, mm -hmm. smutty corn. And it's basically when your crop gets wet, and can't really recover from the the moisture so it gets kind of moldy it gets moldy this uh this fungus likes to set up shop in corn the kernels become very in, engorged mm -hmm. and bluish so mm -hmm. much like i'm just making this up but like a blue cheese but it, it but it's a, a fungus and cheeses is, is fungus right and so <laughs> the the analog to it is um like mm -hmm. a truffle the oh. flavor is very similar. But and, and you can eat it and it doesn't hurt you even though it's like a you. fungus. Yeah. So um, after so reading that, I was like, ooh, something In contact new. with our local... Mycology. Oh, yeah. I was group. like, what were they called? And we had to swing by their house, this random house, and grab these corn seeds and the bacteria or whatever. Not yet. No, I have not. I have not picked up the fungus. Well, I'm sure you have to get it and put it on. So it's yeah. like when we're ready, we got to go. Yep. Same place. So it's really cool. Uh, if you're into growing product, um, it's really expensive to buy good Wheelie Kosher. You can buy garbage uh, stuff, which is in a tin and it's gross and slimy. Ew. And Ew. people say, don't even bother. It's It tastes disgusting. Oh. But the good stuff, it's like a really good truffle. Mm. So I was like, okay, I'm in. You know, so something to do, a little bit of a... A little pastime. I told you guys I was going to try farming this year. But it was kind of funny because we stopped by this random house and they had just their stuff sitting out and they were like, come and take it. Yeah, it's really cool. I, I looked up. And they had these old blocks of fertile, like fertilizer kind of that mushrooms grow out of. Yeah, mushroom blocks. When you <clears throat> buy specialty mushrooms, uh, typically they are grown on blocks at these massive farms. All it is is a, a, a sterile medium. Mm. So they'll take, I believe, sawdust. They will uh, like steam, it it, uh, steam it to kill off any... Other bacteria they don't want? Yep. And once it's sterile, then they uh, they package it. And I think they 
add some nutrients to it. I don't know. There's some mystery. And then they put them in these plastic bags and then they inoculate that with sterile medium. The mushroom. Yeah. And then the uh, mycelium grows, that white mat mm -hmm. all over it. It takes over and then with enough moisture, then the mushroom will fruit, oh. right? And fruit it, uh, of the... Create the uh -huh, thing you eat. Yep. And so, <laughs> but once the block has been expended of its energy, actually, I don't even think they put nutrients in it. I think the the mushrooms eat the cellulose mm. of the wood, just like uh, mushrooms grow on, yeah, on, on wood. And, yep. They're eating the sugar out of the wood, uh, cellulose cellulose yeah something you're the like one this. that reads about mushrooms i don't know right so anyways they they make this and then once the the block is no longer viable it doesn't have enough energy in it they get rid of it so they know oh we can do two or three grows out and of this they, block but then those things just sit around and it's not really it's good garbage right? yeah and so they had them out to so you could like break them up and put them into your garden yeah because you, you can take this this medium which is actually really healthy um it's 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 got good fungus in it and it i don't know i'm just making anyway I'm sean, sean broke it up and put it into our where his corn is now popping up in rows right i think that's part of my secret is that i've got really good soil that's going to protect mm -hmm. against my mom things. also when she was here last year put a bunch of soil into so it should you know even though tomatoes have grown out of it there it should be decent yeah i think so nothing's yeah. really taking the nutrients out of that soil no a couple weeds here and there oh god those weeds broadleaf that's we, my the bane of my existence right now. I'm fighting broad, broadleaf. We got broadleaf, you guys. <sighs> well, that was gardening chat. I hope you enjoyed it. <laughs> uh, I have something that I thought was really interesting. Okay, what's interesting? I'm going to read to the audience. If <gasps> you yes. Uh, this comes from a Twitter feed that I follow mm. called All Things Fascinating. Mm. In 1836, the directors of, of the Bank of England okay. received an anonymous letter in which the author claimed to have direct access to the gold in the bank. The, okay. the directors assumed this to be a joke and simply ignored it. Why would you write a letter? Oh, yeah, I to know. let them know. However, sometimes later, they received another letter in which the enigmatic author offered to meet them at an hour of their choosing inside the, the main oh, the gold vault. <clears throat> According to the bank's website. Was he a magician? Was he like, this is my big trick. My ba, ba, ba. Ba, ba, bum, bum, bum. <laughs> and the thing comes down and then he's like poof yeah but he's not really poofed you know according to the bank's website the directors were intrigued but considered impossible it's impossible it's impossible for someone to break into the vault without their knowledge there must be a back door or bottom door or something they don't know about nevertheless they agreed to the meeting and gathered together one evening inside the vault as agreed was it one of them that to wrote their, the letter? Ha ha, it's ha, me. ha I tricked you. <laughs> I'm here. <laughs> to their great surprise, at the appointed time, a noise was heard beneath the floorboards. And a man popped up beneath their feet. Ta -da! He was a sewer worker who had been working on repairs close to the Bank of England site at Threadneedle Street. At least he didn't steal. He just, well, maybe he did. I don't know. During his routine inspection, he discovered an old drain that led directly underneath the gold vault inside the bank itself that's hilarious after a quick stock take they realized the sewer worker had not taken anything from the vault despite having multiple opportunities to do so oh good, what a good guy. guy he's like the person who returns your wallet yeah as a reward for his honesty the directors gifted him 800 pounds a sum that equates to eighty thousand pounds in today's wow. money wow good see not all bankers are bastards mm -mm. and also like he he did them a service but he made it kind of interesting and funny too like he didn't 
it's because he's like they don't even know oh my goodness he, he liked the, the the surprise of it the first comment though mm -hmm. you know is it goes someone says he should have famoused the bank banks are legal mafia what it's like instead of talking about the good in somebody i don't know famoused yeah. famoused i don't know what that means Scaramouche, scaramouche, and I do the fandango. Thunderbolts mm. and lightning, very, very frightening. I like that story. I don't know why. I like that story too. Yeah. I like to believe in the good in people. Probably written by bankers to make them sound like they're good people. They probably never did that. They probably disappeared that guy. They put him in the drain, no. sealed it up. No. <laughs> why you gotta, what's happening? Uh, the famoush guy got to you. I know, right? <laughs> don't be an Andy Rooney. Be don't a, do it. Don't do it. People are good. Right. I think people are good. I sent you a, a something on TikTok and it harkens back to our conversation about I don't know if I've gotten into my TikTok messages. Oh. Um remember a couple of weeks ago we were talking about the Bronner soap? Yes. And oh yes, you did send that to me on Instagram and it was really funny. It says hey, you guys, it's so perfect. You know, because I was using that dog. Remember, he soap. wasn't diluting it. Dilute, dilute, dilute. And it was peppermint based? That was peppermint. Now Oof. we have tea tree. And I was like, You're like, so I feel minty. so cold. When I get out, I'm like, that's, you're supposed to dilute it. And you're like, what? You've been like pouring it on your body. <laughs> I don't know. So I, I saw this and I thought immediately, this is mm -hmm. me. Mm -hmm. And I knew you would get it. Mm -hmm. I didn't. It's very funny. You guys ready for this best joke ever? I never understood why people like peppermint body wash until today. It feels like my butthole smoked a Newport. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, the crush. <laughs> it was so good. It's so funny. Uh, oh, my God. That's like I told you, the guy I saw on TikTok that didn't dilute it either, and he mixed eucalyptus with peppermint. Ooh. And then he was like, I'm so cold. I'm so cold. <laughs> it gets out. And and he's like, and all my parts are burning. It was just too much. And we were like, you need to dilute it, dudes. Yeah. With the peppermint, just FYI. I think I said this on here, but I did fill it with water or something. Sean's like, that's why it's not burning. In the it didn't way. feel as good. But seriously, <laughs> honestly, a peppermint body wash does make you feel invigorated. Yes, you feel fresh. And you know it works if you use a lot of it. No. You know, you're wondering, oh, does it work? Doesn't it work? I think I feel something or is it a placebo effect? Just use a lot more of it and you'll know. <sighs> well, this is definitely working. <laughs> that's the, that's like Sean's mantra. I want to get all my money. Get worth. all the benefit. Yeah. 100%. Use it up. Don't save anything for later. Right. Oh, my goodness. So yeah, uh, now we have tea tree oil version. Not as stingy. It smells good though. <laughs> I, for some reason, I do like tea tree oil. I do too. And I've been a fan of it since this is like years and years ago because I was reading a magazine and that just never happens anymore. Because it, it was trendy at one point. Tea tree oil was in everything. It Well, it was. And I was reading like a Vogue magazine because I used to buy a magazine when I would fly. And so I'd have it on the plane and that's what I'd flip through or whatever. And it was just after fashion week or the fashion weeks because I was like it's like a month fashion month um and one of the models they were talking to her and they were like essentially like walking through her day because it's really hardcore if you're a busy model I know that sounds like people are like what but they you know it's their busiest time of the year and it's the way for the up-and-coming models to you try to get selected because that could put you on the path to success essentially because then brands could pick you up other brands are there and they see you walking if they like the way the clothes look you know blah 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 whatever anyway this particular model had like really long thick red hair almost like Jules our friend that came to visit anyway she said the number one thing I do after so she's talking about all this stuff and she was like I go and get a foot massage because her feet are like killing her and she's like and I 
I tea tree oil my hair and don't wash it for a week. Like she just tea trees the scalp and then she like massages it and then gives it like a deep cleanse. But the tea tree oil is, she said it prevents her from like, um, cause all the product in her hair and stuff, uh-huh. it prevents her from getting dandruff or any kind of issues, but she has to like really let it work in. And so I was like, Oh, interesting. So it was a whole process. And she talked about how she like pulls her hair and puts it on their scalp, like massages it in with one of those like little scalp massages. Long story short, that was when I was like, oh, you can use tea tree oil for that. And then I looked up all the things you can use tea tree oil for. And I was like, wow, it's like a, not a, um, what's it called? Because it's not an antibiotic. That's not what I mean. But it, it essentially is like a. Antimicrobial? Yes. Yes. Yeah. It, it's pretty hard, hardcore stuff. And I mm-hmm. think it's uh, toxic as well. So in oh, large like quantities. shouldn't it drink be, tea tree. I mean, well, I can't imagine. Well, yeah, you probably shouldn't drink it. Yeah, you're like. Ugh. <laughs> 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 But yeah, I think it's a toxic substance. So other things find it hard to live around. Much like myself. Yeah. I'm toxic. It's hard for things to live around me. You're not toxic. Why are the plants dying? I don't know, because you're probably talking to them too much. <laughs> okay. Tea tree oil may have natural benefits for topical use. It may kill certain bacteria and support skin health when used as directed. Mm. Tea tree oil is an essential oil. What makes something an essential oil and a non-essential? Is it like essential workers and non-essential workers? Yeah, I don't need this oil. Or I really need this oil. I need it all the time. Like... Uh, has several uses, including keeping your hair, skin, and nails healthy. Mm. Interesting. Um, it comes from, tea tree oil comes from the leaves of the Malaluca alternifolia, a small tree native to Queensland. Oh, it's from Australia, Queensland and New South Wales. Mm. <gasps> I wonder if koalas like eating it. Maybe. Although this tree is known as the tea tree, it should not be confused with the plant whose leaves are made to use black green and oolong tea like a tea tree tea tree oil has been used as a traditional medicine by the aboriginal people of australia for centuries these native australians crush tea leaves to extract the oil and then inhale it to treat coughs and colds or apply it directly to the skin for healing today tea tree oil is wildly widely available as 100 percent undiluted or neat oil diluted forms are also available ranging from 5 to 50 percent strength Wow. Interesting. But it contains a number of compounds, in, including terpenin 4-OL. It's been shown to kill bacteria, viruses, and fungi. Terpin 4-OL. I don't know. It's just like terp, terpenin okay. dash number 4 dash OL. Hmm. Also appears to increase the activity of your white blood cells, which can help fight germs and other foreign invaders. Gets you revved up. So it's hand sanitizer, like a natural hand sanitizer. What, is there anything that Sean's going to start dousing himself in it? Yeah. Insect repellent. What else can it do? You natural deodorant. Mm, maybe. Antiseptic for minor cuts and scrapes. Okay. Can boost wound healing. And it can fight acne. I think that's why I first uh, found it was in a skin soap, like a face soap. Mm-hmm. And get rid of nail fungus. Chemical free mouthwash. I don't know about that. All-purpose cleaner with apple cider vinegar. You mix it together in water. You see, you don't need things from a factory. No, nope. need to find yourself some some tea tree Oil. leaves and crush them up. Crush and rub it all over yourself. <laughs> and you're fine. It soothes skin inflammation. Can control dandruff. That's what that girl was using it for to make sure it was all. And it can treat athlete's foot and banish mold on fruits and vegetables. What? What? This stuff's amazing. Oh, you should. Add five to ten drops of tea tree before washing and rinsing your produce, then dry them thoroughly. Put them back in the fridge. Also helps with psoriasis. Okay. Wow. Wow, wow, wow. Amazing. Amazing. 
the more you know. Right, right. Time to get into your letters. Okay, we're we're very far behind. I'm sorry. We're back in May. And we have a letter from the Right Honorable David Redact. It's been a while. We've been missing you, David. I'm glad you're back. And it is entitled, The State of Prime Minister David Redacted. Uh-oh, what happened? Are you sick? Are you okay? We're about to find out. It says, hello, Katie, Sean, Roxy, and the OTDM universe. It's the Right Honorable David Redacted, Prime Minister of OTDM land, to give you an update on, well, me. Hmm. In episode 150, Sean mentioned that I had some challenges this year in 2023, and I certainly did. A perfect storm of school, work, and my physical and mental health was impacting me, and it ended with me getting hit with COVID in mid-February with the TKO. Uh-oh. Ding, ding, ding. So it's a boxing bell ring sound effect. Side note, as I was sick, I realized I hugged my doctor on the 14th. I hope she didn't catch COVID. If she did, I hope COVID was the worst thing she caught on Valentine's Wasn't the worst, or was the worst thing she caught on Valentine's Day. <laughs> but um boom. Rather than going slow and allowing my system to recover post-COVID, my friend Cheryl, who Cheryl Burke does Dancing with the Stars, she had caught COVID when they were doing Dancing with the Stars, I think in 20, must be 2022. And she said she caught it for the first time and because of her work schedule, didn't get to rest fully. And she was sick for like months, like just brain fog, exhaustion. And so I was talking to her at this time and she was like, Katie, if you get it, make sure you give yourself a good six weeks. Like, do not work out. Do not do extra. Just like slowly let yourself come back. And I'm glad I took her advice because it sounds like it was rough. Okay. So rather than going slow and allowing my system to recover post-COVID, I went from zero to 100 miles per hour. That's 161 kilometers for you metric system people. (laughs) I was catching up on missed assignments at school. That's true. I had a lot. I worked more hours to make up for the money I'd lost while I was out, didn't have enough sick time to use. That I feel like with a pandemic happening, sick time stuff should have been extended in some way. Like if the government's going to give out money, how about instead of giving out big loans of things, why didn't they help out with that, you know? Mm. <clears throat> that would have been something. And pushing my body to work with little sleep just to accomplish everything. I already had burned the... Ca- I burned two candles from both ends, and now I'm just burning the wax at both ends. Mm. I pushed my body to the limit, leading to almost collapsing at work from lack of sleep. David. (gasps) Oh, no. My professor was more than accommodating and gave me an extension to turn in my papers and tests by the end of spring break. But at this point, I was so behind, there was just no way to catch up. And with so much happening in my life, I had to withdraw from my class and cut my hours at work. It felt like I was quitting, and it's not in my nature to quit but I knew I was making the right choice. Well, we all have our limits, right? We're not robots. And that's just, a, it's just a confluence of bad things happening all at the same time. <clears throat> it's tricky. I would eventually get diagnosed with bipolar too. As my doctor told me this, I asked them, how can I get bipolar if I've never been bitten by a white bear exploring their <laughs> or questioning their sexuality? <laughs> bipolar. It's good. I like it. <laughs> I love it. They educated me on what bipolar is. And along with medication and therapy, my doctor gave me three books for me to read. They are How Not to Give a Wank by Sue, the Minister of Science. <laughs> How to Get to Bed at a Reasonable Time by Sean St. Louis with a forward by PJ, discontinued after publishing. <laughs> and Find Your Inner Roxy Well by Roxy. I haven't finished all the books, but after reading the book on sleep, I understand why the book was discontinued in publication. Mm-hmm. To be the well-rested leader OTDM land deserves, I decided to step back from my duties as prime minister. 
Yes, even we fictional world leaders need a break. So I assigned my responsibilities to Roxy as the temporary acting interim secret triple probation to the prime minister. Excellent. Yes. Mm -hmm. You got to put yourself first. Yeah, always. She's done an excellent job thus far. I agree. Bring new, bringing new jobs to our country and investing in parklands so we enjoy the great outdoors more. And Sean may like this. In addition, she signed a peace agreement with Iceland. Oh. So-called a peace agreement with Iceland. <laughs> <laughs> Never more shall we fight with each other over Sean, whether or not Sean erupted that volcano. May our two countries live in peace and friendship for as long as Sean behaves himself. Don't mess this one up, Sean. However, I briefly returned as she attempted to change our currency from the gold standard to the dog treat standard. Can you imagine? That or... We'd get a lot more done if... Goat milk yogurt. Right. She loves goat milk yogurt. Um, It could be worse. Sue lobbied to go to the wanker standard. I said, I would consider it fair. I'm not considering it. And most egregious, she was trying to replace the citizens' unalienable rights and challenging them to dog treats, poodles, and fire hydrants. Oh, and changing them. Sorry. Challenging. Changing them. Fortunately, the OTDM land and Supreme Court intervened and ruled it unconstitutional. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. All unalienable rights must include three rights with an and between each one. And while the last right ending with and a well, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. when I return to my full time duties as prime minister, I will continue to govern our great country, defend the rights of all and ensure to protect the citizens unalienable rights to blackjack and hookers and well run health and a well run healthcare system and a well run healthcare system. 10 out of 10. Oh, and I promise not to go near any more white bears of any kind. So I don't get more bipolar. Okay. Uh, that may or may not be how you get bipolar. If only there was a good explanation done by an awesome mental health professional and filmed by an equally excellent filmmaker. <laughs> hope you all have a good weekend till next time the soon to be well rested right honorable david redacted prime minister of otdm land or whatever we're gonna call it p.s hi mimi david oh man a lot to digest and unpack there it's been a busy time fuck yeah. man that's a lot i'm sorry that I'm you sorry. ran your or that you were running to the ground i mean you're doing a lot anyways right uh, school, yes, school work, work and i mean everything. but then the kick in the pants getting this uh yeah, this COVID. disease, you know, COVID is mm-hmm. just not to dwell in the Do you call it a disease? Is yeah. it's a virus? Yeah, it's a disease. Mm. Um, but, you know, it, it's uh, it's awful, you know, and, and you, you stack that on top of everyone's daily issues and it just, uh, it's terrible. Yeah. I so I, I'm wishing you good health and a speedy return, but we'll hold your position for yes. you. Roxy's, she's hanging in there, but I'm glad that you're getting back. You're, you know, soon to be, you might be well rested by now. That was yeah. May 31st. What is bipolar? I don't even so, understand. So I, we can I mean, talk about that briefly. So bipolar disorder has it, like bipolarity is almost a better way to think of it because people who don't have bipolar, this will be the best way I can describe it to you. You know, some days you just don't have any motivation. Other days you're super motivated and get a ton of shit done. Imagine if those extremes were extended further so much so that when you go into full-blown mania you have so many ideas so many great ideas oh my god and you talk really fast because there's so much going on in your head you cannot get it out fast enough oh my god everybody's gonna miss out and you feel this like internal energy which can feel good or bad depending on the person depending on how you experience it some people feel like really agitated by it other people invigorated and when we're in that manic or hypomanic state we can want to start a ton of projects. Things that maybe we used to be interested in might not have anything to do. Like I'll give an example. One of my old patients, 
had bipolar one. And when he would start to push into mania, he would start planning parties. Mm. And I know that sounds really weird, but it was because I think like now I'm being a therapist, Katie, that he really loved to be around people and love social interaction, but didn't know how to do it properly in his regular life. That's something we were working on. And so when he would go into mania, he would like plan these extravagant parties and he'd spend a lot of money. So a way that we knew he was like escalating was like tipping people more than was necessary and wanting to do, more, you know, just like stuff like that. And like, he would talk about like, I was reading that somebody threw this event and I was like, mm, you know, and not sleeping. And so when we don't sleep, that can trigger a manic episode because your brain and body need sleep. Okay. <clears throat> On the flip side, we have depression. Everybody kind of knows what that is. Bipolar patients. So mania. Uh -huh, is being the super top, excited. The one pole. Hulkamania. And Hulkamania. At the bottom is. Mm -hmm. And there's a lot more to it. So the 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 polarity of mania it, or the. The polarity between depression and mania okay. or hypomania. And then bipolar one means you have mania. Bipolar two means you don't hit full-blown mania. Um, you, but you both have depression. And so there's this middle line where like, we call it like your baseline where everybody is like, and then bipolar people have these like more intense. Poles. So bipolar one, you swing up into mania yep. and then you go down to depression mm -hmm. and it's hard to find, hit that middle state. You, you rarely hit that middle state. Okay, That's the goal of medication. Bipolar two is your, you just get up to baseline above, but not all the way to mania. Okay, like so halfway. You, get, you get super excited or sort of excited. <laughs> mm -hmm. And then you plummet back down to depression. And, and people get... spend more time in depression in the depressive episode than they do in the upper episode. In both bipolar one and two? Mm -hmm. Hmm. But statistically speaking. And um, in order for it to be diagnosed, I believe you have to have hypomania or mania for like a week. So things people should be doing? Sleeping. Like sleep. Primarily sleep. Primarily. Primarily sleep. Okay. Um, sleep. And so my, my wonder for this, David, is that a lot of us, like I could even have the gene for a bipolar disorder. You don't know. Genetic predisposition doesn't mean you're going to have it. So imagine your, your genes, your genetics is like putting in light switches. And you have all these light switches. But in order for the gene to be activated, someone has to come and turn it on. Does that make sense? Yep. The sleep monster. Oh. Yeah, they have to go flip that switch. And those are called epigenetics. And so epigenetics can be triggered by environment. They can be triggered by a lot of different things. But one of the most common is for bipolar disorder is intense stress. Some triggering event could be a trauma, could be like you going through all of this. I feel like maybe we had that predisposition and then having that extremely stressful and overwhelming experience was like the, the switch. That we yeah, did. you know what's fascinating about uh, covid Mm -hmm. is I'm not saying this is what caused uh, bipolar for David, but mm -hmm. it certainly, I think, it exacerbates pre-existing It can turn things right? on. I feel like it went through our, our light switches and just flipped a bunch of shit on. Right. It went highway. Because yeah. everyone that I've talked to who has long COVID, mm -hmm. they all have something going on to this extent where like some yeah. exist pre-existing or they had a predisposition to something, but now it's gone haywire. Totally. Or people who didn't have anything at all. Even a friend of ours that we were hanging out with last weekend, she was telling me that after having it, she hasn't had her period since. And she's doctors aren't helping her. And she's like, I don't, I mean, we all know women's health. No, like not to get in a whole nother topic, but it's not the most researched and well taken care of vein of our health insurance or health care. And I don't know why. But anyway, um, they're like, well, everything's healthy. They've done all these tests and stuff. And she's like, 
why is this happening? You know, because did it trigger something? She doesn't want to have kids or anything. So it's not like that's an issue. But she's like, what the fuck? You know, because she's not old enough to not need her period. Okay. So anyways, David, I think that there's no real cause for bipolar disorder. There are hypotheses about it. One of those being the genetic predisposition, someone in your family having it. Um, A lot of times it goes undiagnosed, especially when, because I think the the common misconception about bipolar disorder is that it's that everybody's like Kanye West or something that like it's really unmanageable and that your life like cannot sustain. But for a lot of bipolar patients, especially if we don't have full-blown mania, it just looks like flights of ideas. People in your family probably called you eccentric or like, oh, they just get really excited about stuff sometimes. I'm going to do this cool thing. And then they just move on to something. And like, I'm obsessed. Like if I was all of a sudden like, I'm going to play the piano. I was like, I bought a piano, like kind of impulsive and like really focused. And then gone. Like, it probably lasts for like two weeks. And then Mm -hmm. like, no, on to the next thing. And then I probably, people around me would probably say, oh, I think she just has depression sometimes. Mm. And that's, it's it's totally functional. And so maybe someone in your family had it and just never got diagnosed. Because that's incredibly common. And so it just ran in your DNA for a long time. And then we had this triggering event. That would be my hypothesis. But we don't really, like with most mental illnesses, we can tell you what's going on in the brain. But we don't know where it really comes from like the cause like what created it does that make sense there's no i mean i can look into it david but i don't think there's any like actual evidence there you have it okay take care rest up and we'll we'll be here when you're ready and how sue wanker sign for sue let us know how you're doing okay we have a letter from oliver and it's entitled, and I'm so excited, Cannabis Names. Remember when we were talking about oh, what yeah, we called yeah, right. it? Chiba Chiba. <laughs> and a pic of my cat who must have been smoking something. <laughs> I love it already. Look at the kitty cat. Oh, what the heck? But we're going we're gonna to get it. Okay. It says, hello, Katie and Sean. When I was growing up in England many years ago, it was called weed or skunk mostly. It does smell like skunk. Um, I remember because I grew up in the country, <laughs> in the country, I always think of when I did that video with jocelyn years and years and years ago remember and she like it was she had diy damn it was her channel and she randomly we did this uh collab and i said i grew up in the country and she like replayed it in the country in the country like over and over when her edit was cute okay but because i grew up in the country when i would smell weed when i first moved to california it wasn't legal yet people were smoking it everywhere i was like smells like a skunk that's like what it smells like here is a pic of my cat on the neighbor's bird table. So it's like their bird feeder thing. Either he thinks he's a bird or he thinks he'll get an easy meal. I know. Just sit there with your mouth open real <laughs> I still. just love its little floofs hanging out the side. <laughs> yeah. It's a great view. I'm up high. Yeah. I feel protected. Perfect. Would love to hear what movies are your favorites and why. Katie often talks about Inside Out and the way marbles change color. But what are other ones that you guys enjoy? Especially mental health related ones. I've always enjoyed One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest, Girl Interrupted, and Gothica. Hope you have a great week. Oliver, same as your plant. (laughs) I love it. Um, Mental health films. I do also, One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest is great. I recently was watching, not a film, but a TV show called The Dark Knight. It's on Disney+. Plus. It's... um, I don't think it's part of the Marvel universe. Maybe it is. I don't know. I get confused with how many things are connected. But the guy has dissociative identity disorder. No, that's Moon? 
Oh yeah, it is not Dark Knight. Yeah, that, Dark Knight. Dark Knight is Batman. 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 Um, yeah. Oh fuck. Moon Knight. No, I gotta look it up. I don't know. Anyways, um, are there? What are your favorite movies? Hmm. I don't know. It's a good question. I used to have a list. I used to be into movies, and I've, I've since fallen out of. Uh, but if I had to look back, I think two thousand one, A Space Odyssey, is a big one for me still to this day. I love it. It's Moon Knight. Moon Knight. It just doesn't sound right when you say it for some reason. Maybe just because I already said Dark Knight, and I'm like Moon Knight. The moon, the stars. The sun and the moon. Okay. I didn't care for that show. I mean, it was interesting. I didn't love it, but uh, mental uh, because he was asking mental health stuff, I was like, oh, that one is interesting. Yeah. If, if you're interested in it. I mean, I could have watched it. I watched it and it was fine. Mm. It didn't like A Beautiful Mind. Me. That was uh, pretty mm. good. Yeah. Yeah. Schizophrenia. That's a good one. But yeah, I don't think there's any particular mental health ones. If one pops in my head, I will share it. But films that I really like and things that I've been wanting to revisit. And maybe it's because we don't have DVDs anymore. And so I have to like recall my favorite films. But a film that I love and I used to watch a shit ton as a kid and even as a young adult was Now and Then. It's, don't a, know it. it's a total girl film, but it's about like coming of age. And I, it's also a little like mystery and stuff. Ooh. So I really like that. I did get back into Midsummer Murders. They had a new season I thought was released, but only a couple it's only four episodes so I already burned through those and the next one's not supposed to be out till this fall so yeah speaking of I thought the model that we're all adhering to that we've all agreed upon dump. is they dump all the the episodes all well at Midsummer once. Murder did but they only do four or six a season because yeah. they're so long so that season I already burned through Amazon has recently released the new season of Jack Ryan and love it it's okay I really like the first season the first season's the best but it still holds up. Mm -hmm. This season seems to be better than the previous, but they're not dumping them all at once. So Two at a time, every two weeks. I don't like this at all. What? Come on now. Get me Jeff Bezos on the phone now. What is happening? Um, is he in charge anymore? He's not in charge. Know. I think there's someone else. Oh, yeah. I don't know who it is. doesn't yeah. matter. But um, I'm sure Jeff Bezos can make that call and say, hey. He could. I'm sure he's still like the primary. I still wear the the stock pants here 100 i do love thank you for smoking and haven't watched that in a while mm. it's a dark comedy i enjoy it but those are the ones that have been on my mind lately yeah. who wrote that is it neil oh i, I don't know sean i can't help you with your brains okay. today <laughs> <laughs> all right on to the so next those letter are some, those are some films that we like okay now our last letter because we've got a skadoodle is from our awesome toronto contributor and it's entitled want to go for a walk yes i do says, hello, Katie, Sean, Roxy, and the OTDM family. I am watching episode 159. When you were discussing terms used to refer to marijuana. <laughs> uh -huh. As a former major pothead, I'm clean and sober since February 16th of 2007. Congratulations. Anyway, I was thinking back to high school and the terms that we use, like ganja, trees, ganja. MJ, MJ, Mary Jane, bud, herb, or herbage, and chronic, just to name a few. A code term for asking if someone wants to join you in some of the smoking um, of said bud is do you want to go for a walk oh <laughs> i love it Psst, you want to go, for, wanna a go for a walk joints were rolled in rolling papers and blunt with a cigar wrapper i didn't know that i had pipes and bongs one fun technique of smoking was when someone would place the joint backwards in their mouth and blow smoke in your mouth while you breathed while you breathed in this was called a super wow that sounds stupid writing it out now <laughs> <laughs> You're a kid. and uh, You want to go for a walk for like a super wow and stuff? Mm. 
I know people say you can't get addicted to weed, but when you smoke the amount that I did in a day, let's just say I was addicted and I'm grateful to be clean and sober for 16 years. Hugs, Aaron, the awesome Toronto contributor. I appreciate that. Thanks, yeah, it was cr- people who smoke uh, large amounts of marijuana, mm-hmm. the bud, the chiba chiba, the, the maui waui, the ganja, the trees, the twigs, whatever it is that <laughs> the you MJ. do. Mm-hmm. It's funny because they always come up with like a better way or more like how to get it more like, intensely. Just have a little bit in but moderation. That's, that's why when weed was first like legalized in California, the stuff you'd buy would like fuck you up. Like people would be like, I had half a gummy bear and I was fucked up for eight hours because right. it was just like, how intense can we get? And I feel like that's just, this sounds bad to say, but like the American way, we're like, take it all away. And then we're like, maybe now we won't. But we yeah. just wanted to see how far we could go. Yeah. And I, that's to the moon. Of, to the moon. And so everybody <laughs> went really to the high. moon. We thought we were on the moon. It turns, turns out, we're in, out we were just in our basements. Yeah. Um, and now they've kind of ratcheted it down. Have, have they though? We, they, you can. Before yeah. it was just like you didn't know what you were getting. Now it's all measured. So you can at least figure yeah. figure out what you want. Because remember, like hot boxing was a thing. You're like, yeah. really? You know, and you, you you go into the bathroom and you turn the shower on so it gets super steamy. And then I've never I'm was, like, what? You're speaking a language. This is crazy. Really or like in a car. <laughs> I'm like, the last thing I want to be is in a car with its windows rolled up and someone's smoking. You know what I mean? But that's what people did. I know. It's you know, disgusting. But I also understand if it's cold out. So, yeah. you know, there's a bit of a. I'm, I don't, I'm torn I, on this one. I'm torn. But the I, shower, that's terrible. Like, I don't need steamy marijuana smoke. <laughs> what is this? <laughs> As someone with the bronchitis, it just doesn't, right, just doesn't really make sense. No. I listened to a funny. So my friend Christina and her husband, Tom, have a funny podcast called Your Mom's House. And she posted a, a clip, an older clip. I don't know when it was, but, you know, they'll reach into the archives and pull one out. Okay. This one cracked me up. So Christina and I have talked about this many times, how neither of us really enjoys being high. Like we're too anxious for that shit and it's just not good. And I just, it doesn't calm me down. And I'm sure if I got the right kind, it wouldn't. I'm sure I could figure it out. Do I care? Not really. So anyway, this is what makes it really funny to me because I knew that going in and (laughs) she was getting ready for bed one night and she's like, and I, you know, I brush my teeth, I wash my face, I take my my meds and then I take my CBD because it helps me sleep. She's like, about an hour, hour and a half later, Tom comes to bed. She always goes to bed earlier because she gets up with the boys like at like six in the morning. So anyway, she's like, I'm in bed. And then he comes in and kind of stirs me and I get up to go pee. And and so then he's telling the story. He's like, yeah. And I'm like brushing my teeth at the sink. And you say, hey, Tommy, and like hit me on the back or whatever and go pee. And he's like, and then you you pause in the doorway and you're like, Tom, Tommy, something's wrong. He's like, what? You like make your way and you get into bed and he comes in and gets into bed and, and like I think I'm having a stroke. He's like a stroke. What are you talking about? What happened? What'd you take? And she, she walks in and was like, I took my meds. I brushed my teeth. I took my CBD. And he's like, Show me the things you took. Tell me what you're taking. So she pulls out the the tincture thing of CBD and he's like, No, 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 Christina, that is not CBD. That's like the highest THC. <laughs> He's like, did you take the full dropper? And she's like, yeah, I like to a full because it's CBD. So she's like the whole thing. And and he's like, you're not having a stroke. You're just really <laughs> fucking high. And she's like, no, like she's so, you know, like, oh. And then I guess she laid back down and tried to go to sleep. And then like a minute later, she like shot out of bed. I was like, no. <laughs> she's like, something's wrong. And he's like, I know you're really high. You're just really high. 
if that ever happens, the 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 antidote to that is CBD. Is CBD, yeah. Because we had a friend um, that happened to them too, where they were like high the next day. And we're like, how are you still high? What? And Sean's like, get CBD. But anyway, she didn't know that. She had to sleep it off, which I really feel for her because the fr- I remember the first time I got high, I was probably like 16. You guys, I never drank in high school. This was like one of my first ever experience. And this is the reason I probably never smoked weed again for a long time was I had like one puff of a joint and was like, I hate this. How long is this going to happen? And I looked at the clock and I was like, it felt like the clock, you know, the second hand's like usually moving pretty quickly. It was like, <laughs> I was like, oh my God, oh my God. And I said to like my friend at the time, I was like, how long does this stuff usually last? And she was like, I don't know, a few hours. And I was like, oh my God, oh my God, I'm not going to make it. I'm not going to make it. Count me out. Right. <laughs> so anyways, funny, funny stories. Continue to send them in to otdmpod at gmail.com. Thank you for all of your letters. We have a ton to get through. We will at least do three. Yeah. yeah an yeah. episode. Um, I hope you all had a happy fourth. For those of you in the other parts of the world, I hope you had a wonderful, wonderful week and have a relaxing weekend. Oh, I'm also on threads now. Threads. Threads. What is threads for those of us who are It's like a new version of, of Twitter, but it hasn't. there. So you can't use hashtags. So there's no trending. Oh. And there's no shit talking yet. 10 out of 10, I recommend. It's connected to your Instagram. And it's just funny because the joke is everybody's like, I realize how I don't really know the people I follow on Instagram. I just like their images. So this is kind of interesting. Do to I hear, like their words? To hear what you have to say. Because there's already one person I was like, oh, I don't want to follow them anymore. Oh, wow. Yeah. Well, I was like, I think they're a little, they're a little aggressive. Uh, so I was like, mm, abort. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I can't figure out how to unfollow them from just threads. So I had to unfollow them from Instagram. So is threads an extension of Instagram? Yes. Then? It's built and on my Instagram it? account, if you go to my profile, it has my little join number. Oh. I'm like number three million or something. But some people were really stoked because they're like number 4,000. And they're like, yeah. Mm. You know. Interesting. So, yeah. Anyway, I'm over there. Cool. Not doing a ton of things, but I'll I'll try it out. Yeah. You know. Can you post uh, photos? Yep. So it's like Instagram, but with text. Yeah, it's like Twitter. So oh. you can, fo- like, I shared la- this week's podcast, my podcast. Yeah. I shared that in there, the little clip, oh. like the video. You can put that in there. Um, I heard Twitter link. is suing uh, Meta over this. Well, probably. But it's... then they're going to solve it by fighting, like, gladiators oh. <gasps> like, at the Coliseum, that's UFC a, style. That's an interesting documentary to watch, is the, what's it called? Muscles and Mayhem. Oh, yeah. We watched that on Netflix. But it's about the. American gladiators. Right. And it's like my childhood. I think that's why I like it so much is it's my childhood. I also am really wanting to watch um Happy Shiny Happy People. It's about the Duggars. And if you have abuse in your past, I would not encourage you to watch this. But my friends have told me it's really good. I also want to watch Stolen Youth. Again, if you have like abuse in your past, don't watch it. Um, but those are other documentaries I'd really like to catch. That's the Sarah Lawrence cult that got started. Interesting. Crazy. These are some recommendations from Katie. I recommend, and this mm-hmm. uh, this will be my last thing I say this week, okay. until next week. Until next week. What do you recommend? I recommend Little Miss Sunshine. <gasps> That's such a cute, I really did love that. I had it's that. It's phenomenal. The acting in it, mm-hmm. I just saw a clip. It's so good. And I was like, my God, I have to go back and rewatch this. So I'm going to watch it. Hopefully you at I home had it on DVD it. before we did the DVD purge. I mean, we don't have a DVD player. So. There are some moments in there that are just 
just tremendous. You Remember know, when the grandpa starts doing heroin at the old folks' home? And yeah. he's like, why? And he's like, something's got to kill me. Yeah. He's like 86 or something. I'm like. Your grandfather just started doing heroin. <laughs> I know. Well, that's like my papa's deciding to smoke again. He's like, mm -hmm. something's got to kill me. I'm like, or not. I'd like you to be around a little longer, please. Thank yeah. you. Well, he was responsible. He waited until he was older to, to start the heroin. It's true. Mm. Okay. <laughs> and that's with your, that. That's your homework. Take care of yourselves. Have a good weekend. Not the heroin, the, the movie. No. Yeah, don't. Little Miss Sunshine. Take care of yourselves. Okay. Okay, we love you guys. We'll see you later. Bye. Bye. Um, how are you going to end with that? <laughs>